Let's start there. Oh. 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 Oh, let's start there. Uh, this is not gonna be good. <laughs> we talked. We talked all last week. We talked all last week about how great of a job UC was. How it was probably the number one job outside of Auburn. I don't know if that was the case. No. Clearly it was not. Clear, clearly, clearly to some it wasn't. I still believe this. And you can take it. I'll take it. I'll go down with the ship, if you will. I said it from the time we started this whole thing. I'll say it until the end of time. Deion Sanders was and is the number one guy on everybody's list and should have been the number one guy on everybody's list. I'm afraid to say he wasn't number one on Mr. Cunningham's list because Cunningham, to a certain extent, must have had some guys that he liked. And I just can't believe that he got, ultimately, the true guy that he wanted. Maybe he wanted Heartline. Maybe he went hard after Heartline and didn't get it. I don't know who else he might have wanted, but at the end of the day, this can't be the guy that he ultimately wanted, right? No. Satterfield cannot be it. I see in the comments, yes, I see from time to time, you're talking about how maybe, maybe it's just a circumstance that he was under at Louisville, and that's, that's why... You know, he's struggled. I say he's struggled there. Yeah, he's. I guess he won a championship, uh, or excuse me, the coach of the year there. Not a championship, but a coach of the year there. But at the end of the day, this is the ACC, guys. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Casey. Like, he's playing in a league that every single person in the country that watches college football says is horrible. It's the worst league of the Power Five by far. Yeah. All right. That's well, I mean, I'm with you. And, and again, this goes back to what I said on Tom's show a little bit ago, where it, it seemed pretty clear that this was not the overall number one choice of what uh, John Cunningham wanted. And it also feels like it came together pretty late from everything that we're kind of hearing about, like what happened in the last 24 hours. You're starting to get this idea that kind of came together. I don't want to say at the last minute, but kind of at the last minute. In the, in the last 24 hours or so. And you keep looking at these hot boards. You keep looking at the coaches that are coming out. You're seeing Toledo, Kent State. What are we doing? You're not, you're not hiring a Mac guy. At least not if you think you are what you think you are. Does that make any sense? No, you make a lot of sense, Paul. And there's no way this was the guy. There's just no way. This was a panic pick. They had to have someone by the time... They said their deadline was, or else everyone was going to freak out. Why did they put a deadline on themselves, by the Portal way? Portal open. Why, why, why in the world would you tell everybody that you, you're, you're going to have something in place by this date? At that point, it tells me that you might have had, had that already picked, right? Like, Those are the two, two logical things that you could come away with that. They either had the guy, and they knew they were going to have their guy by that time, or... There's no way they were trying to make the fan base happy by saying they were going to have a guy by Sunday and they didn't have a guy. Maybe they, maybe that's what the – there's no way. Maybe that's what they did. But I just cannot believe that as, as UC had what I would call a golden opportunity of trying to go and find a big I – would, I would even say like a, a, an opportunity to get your fan base extremely excited. Regardless of whether or not, and I'm not saying that's your only job. Clearly, Paul, I know you've made the yeah. reference and you keep saying it kind of not. I'm not saying you're doing it as like as, as a dig, but like, yeah, Dion still has to coach. <laughs> still has to go out and play. He still has to be able to call plays. He still has to be able to manage it. it, yeah. it it's not just about the recruiting. I'm not going to root against him. Yeah, I'll be it, watching it closely. It's just like you got to, all right, you know, like he's there. He's got to coach it now. Like he's going to get the recruits. Do it. Correct. And the transfer portal thing isn't the only thing that matters. You know, it's not, it's not the, I know the recruiting rankings for, for Louisville. If you're a UC fan, you hang your hat on the fact that, hey, he's got a 19th ranked recruiting class at Louisville. But the people that bring up the whole NIL thing with this guy, like, hey, you know, he, he really knows NIL that really well. And, and, and that's one of his strengths. Newsflash, NIL isn't going to be the reason you're coming to Cincinnati. It's just not, guys. If you want to go make money and you're sought after and you're valued, kill me for saying it. Cincinnati is not the program. They will not be the program. Like, it's almost one of those situations now where 
I said it before. I sent some screenshots the other day, and I know I know we probably, to be fair to you guys, we can't pull those up. But I sent some screenshots to the group chat the other day. Exactly what I said would happen is happening right now within the Cincinnati fan base. It's like they're going to turn on John Cunningham, and they're going to turn on all of the hires that he made because they don't like him specifically. So if West doesn't pick it up a little bit in the next year, year and a half, and or this coach doesn't come out, and I think this coach, quite frankly, Satterfield, is at a complete disadvantage. I've said that from all along. Like, everyone's thinking moving to the Big 12 is a huge, big deal. It is in the long term. In the short term right now, you have to take your AAC-recruited kids and your brand-new head coach and turn around and go play the likes of programs that are legit. You have to go play TCU. You have to go play Baylor, Kansas State. Texas and Oklahoma are still in the league for the next, what, two years? Like, this stuff isn't going to get easier. You don't get to play Temple anymore. You don't get to play – I mean, Tulane's had a good year. You know who's not on the schedule anymore? UConn or whoever the hell else you play. Like, it's, it, those are gone. Those days are gone. And I get it. Maybe this guy turns out to be great. But I will never, for the life of me, not know why they couldn't get Jim Leonard. If Dion wasn't number one, go get the guy that all of the Wisconsin fans are, are saying they love. At least that guy's been a part of a, a big-time program. Now, Satterfield at Louisville, I'm not saying that's not a big-time program, but what I am saying is it's in the ACC. And the ACC, to me, is like one notch above the AAC, right? Right. Like one letter <laughs> is about the only thing that might be the difference between those two leagues. Clemson goes to the SEC and the ACC becomes irrelevant. Agreed. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't think that this is necessarily like a disaster hire. I, I, it could have gone worse if you get – it could have gone a lot better. I think you're right. It could have gone a lot better. I, I don't, I don't think this is a program-killing disaster because I think he's – I think he like, he's won. It's not like he's lost. I'd take Satterfield over uh, Campbell. Definitely. Definitely. I'd take Satterfield over, over Matt Campbell, right? I, I agree. I okay. Actually, right. I, would, I would agree on all those fronts. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not trying to kill Satterfield as much as I'm trying to say that Cunningham's on the hot seat. Yeah. As much as I'm trying to say that Cunningham is not in a good position right now. No. And I don't know if you're ever in a good position if, you're, if your basketball and your, and your football programs aren't doing well, per se. But at the end of the day... I think UC fans or this whole fandom in Cincinnati expects a lot. They expect a lot. And I don't know if that's the realistic nature of where the program's going to be for the next few years because of the move that you're making. You're going to the Big 12, right? Like for two years, I think we could argue that Cincinnati and Cincinnati football, you could say, was a part of the national scene. Obviously, they made the CFP. But I'm saying, like, you could argue that they could play with anybody in the country. And this past year, that was not the case. This past year's UC football team playing in the Big 12 or – now, the SEC is a hard one because that's probably not fair. But they're a 500 football team at best. At best. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but And I'll say this about him as well. I mean – Louisville, out of all those teams in the AAC, is probably the worst football team in that conference. Probably. One of the worst. They're, they're a basketball team. In the ACC? No, they're not the worst team in the ACC. They are they, one of the worst, is what I said. They are one of the worst. And that, you can't argue with me. They had Lamar, they had Lamar Jackson for four years, and that's probably about as relevant as they've ever been. Well, that's, that would be an argument for Satterfield then, right? Like, like, at the end of the day, it's not like Satterfield took Ohio State now that they're, now that they're winning two games a year. At the end of the, like, I, I'm not going to crush Satterfield. He might be a good hire. I'm just saying, don't come crying to me. And I know, I, I, I don't know if Mo, uh, Mo's doing it as a bit. Some of these UC fans are doing it as a bit. Like, oh, yeah, like, we could have had Dion. That was fun, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like, you should have had Dion. Yeah, I'm telling you, you should have got Dion. Dion, Dion, I think in my heart of hearts would have taken this job over Colorado if you went after him the way you should have, but you didn't. And at the end of the day, maybe you thought you had another guy that was better than Dion, and that didn't pan out.
but now we we, we rush higher. And somehow, sometimes, listen, sometimes like, you know, the best gifts obviously are like unanswered prayers. You know, thank God for unanswered prayers, song about it, look yeah. it up. But maybe that's the case. Like maybe Satterfield becomes a guy. I just don't love it. I'm ready to move on. All right. Poor Paul. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, Paul. <laughs> no, it's all right. But this is going to be a bad week for you, isn't it? Like, it's going to be a tough, oh. tough no. week. You don't think week. so? You don't think so? Oh, look, I'm, I'm not, like, going to go on. I don't feel badly at all about the bet. Because it was mm. just way too much money. With, no, I don't need to go on about it. I don't feel – the first one, the first one I felt terrible. The first one I felt really – I was in a bad spot after that first one when I realized that you weren't messing around. This one, like – I, I'm fine with. You know where that extra 350 could have come from? Where? That first bet. It could have. I know. That's what's. That's what's sad. That's what's sad. That's part of it too. That's that's part of it. Paul, but you I were feel you really were you were you were you were in until like the very last second. That's what's. I tough. was. I was. That's what's tough. I was. Yeah. I mean. Nah. I don't. I and then and then we you drop and then today you tell me that Xavier's only going to be like a one or two point favorite against UC. Yeah, Ken, that makes no sense. Ken, Ken Palm's got it as a two point spread right that now. That is. They they actually you know what's funny is I was lo- I was looking at it over the weekend. Uh, Xavier was a they had a fifty they had a fifty seven percent chance to beat West Virginia. Ken Palm does like that's how they do it. They yeah. miss the spread and then the chance. Right. Xavier had a fifty seven percent chance to beat West Virginia. Yep. They have a 57% chance to beat Cincinnati. Wow. It's wild. That's kind of wild. I don't know, man. And there's, there could be something to the idea that – Now, uh, Ken, that, Palm, that, Ken Palm puts a lot of stock in playing on the road, and you know, and they, they don't take injuries into account, like Rob Finnessy being hurt. I don't you know, think that matters. Well, an extra defender. Like, he's not a great offensive – he got – He's not giving you anything on offense, but defensively give you at least a few serviceable minutes. So yeah, I don't know. UC is going to be one of those like really really streaky teams throughout the year. They're gonna they're gonna win some games they maybe shouldn't, lose some games they shouldn't. But well, and again, here's the thing: down to hitting threes. Like Cincinnati, they've scored eighty plus points in six of their nine games. So that's a recipe for beating Xavier. Is you're gonna hit your outside shots and. I mean, they don't shoot it great, thirty-four and a half percent, but they—that's also balanced out by some games where they literally couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. But they made seventeen threes against Arizona, so it's like, right? You know, they do that in a rivalry game at home. Yeah, this is not the layup that like everybody around the city seems to think it is. I gotta be honest. I watch both teams, and I think that I—I I think that Xavier is just a much, much, much better. They team. are. I mean, sure, yes, I get what you're going at. You're trying to say that in one game situation, anything can happen. But I'm just saying, like, just the the optics of that make do not make it look like it should be a two points. There is a. I like that AJ's here. Let's 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 talk AJ just for a half a second. I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time <laughs> on you. AJ in the chat last week was just completely talking about how we're wasting our time. Utah was going to get smoked. TCU was going to win. And now he's telling me that Deion Sanders was just a terrible, terrible decision. If, that, if anything, AJ, you have just confirmed, signed, sealed, delivered that Deion is a dude. I don't know what you got against Deion. Maybe there's some, maybe there's some kind of... Uh, Insecurity there. I don't know what the insecurity could be or should be, but don't come crying back to me when Dion is out there doing his thing and becomes one of the one of the premier programs or gets gets a job at a premier program after he builds Colorado up to whatever he builds it to. So and the beautiful thing the beautiful thing about Dion's situation really quickly is this is you can't say it's a product of circumstance. With Dion, he's going to arguably the worst Power Five school. Well, that's probably a strong statement, but he's not at a good school, right? Can we all agree that if he yeah. wins at Colorado, that he's done it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Because Colorado. Yeah, yeah. No, Colorado. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's like going to the Lions and winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Huh, speaking of the Lions, I don't know. <laughs> let's jump on <laughs> to the NFL. Really let's let's jump on to the NFL playoffs. So 
Let's play a little fun little game. I'll sing about this today. Do you want the graphic at all? Or? That graphic's bad. We need to like not. We need to crop that thing down so I don't have like an like a seizure next time I look at that graphic. You can put it up there for just a few seconds. So I, I'll crop crop it to the crop it down so I can like read it normally. Okay. Um, here's my thing about the playoffs. I think that the top level teams are set in stone, right? You have in the NFC guys. You have in all in all honesty, the Cowboys. And then the Eagles, is there anyone else that I'm missing here? Like, I don't believe in anyone else. In the, uh, Niners, the Niners. But their quarterback, I actually, I, I'm going to say the Niners still. The Niners are one of those teams that seems as if no matter what happens to them, it's just next man up and they figure it out. But could the Vikings potentially lose and get a 1 o'clock game on a Sunday? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. You know who's gonna put that whole thing to bed? Who? The Lions. This week. Can't oh, are they playing one o'clock? They play them at one o'clock. Oh baby! The Lions. Unstoppable force. The Lions. Object. The Lions. I'm telling you, they are going to be the team that takes Kirk Cousins at one o'clock and puts it in a grave. All right, I can't wait for it. I have a question though for the chat. You guys, let's have some fun here really quickly. Long shots. Also. Another smart bet that I made. You know how you hedge a heart ball? Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly intelligent bet I made when I not only did I go over there and bet on the Utes with basically the whole entire company's uh, raise in line, but I also put $125 on the on the uh, Buckeyes to win the national championship. Oh. Plus a thousand. Oh man, you got it back up. I got it at plus a thousand. How'd you get it? That was right before the USC game on Friday. Yeah. Obviously, when USC lost. Boom, tanked. Well, that yeah, but it was right at eight hundred when we were in the office on I don't Friday. Know. All I wow. know is I got it at plus a thousand. It was at fourteen hundred when I really wanted it. Yeah. But whatever. It's beside the point. I'm not gonna cry over spilled milk. Having said that, what is the Ohio State of the NFL playoffs? Who's the long shot team oh, that uh, might have a chance to get in? And if they get in, they can win. Paul, do me a favor, pull up the NFL Super Bowl odds really fast in the chat. You can't give me the Bills. You can't give me the Bengals. You can't give me the Chiefs. You can't give me the, the, the Cowboys and or the Eagles. All right, I got them. Anyone uh, that's over 101 odds? Um, let me see here. All right, I'll give you the, the two teams at 100 to 1. Yep. The Jets and the Commanders. Those are I'm out on both of those guys. Okay. 130 to 1. The Pats and the Browns. Oh, there's the Brownies again. There's those Brownies again. <laughs> <laughs> there's those Brownies again. I told myself I wasn't going to bring the Browns up today, baby, but they are lurking in the weeds. I'm going to tell you. They are lurking in the weeds. You can't seriously think after watching Deshaun. <laughs> are we doing this again? Sunday. Are we doing this they again? They have a legitimate Go chance. ahead and put, you, put yourself on the camera, Casey. You, you can't seriously. I, I, I'll give you their defense is, is decent. Hey, Casey. But their offense sucks. I'm not willing to do they this stink. for another six days. I'm they not. Stink. We're not going to go deep into the weeds on this one today. I don't have the stamina. Not on, the t not on today. But I do want you to switch the camera over there. Uh, and I want you to look right at that camera. Uh, and I want you to tell me that the Browns still stink. Uh, do you think that's the case? The Browns still stink. With Deshaun Watson, they stink. Now, Jacoby Brissett is a different conversation. Whoa. They might have a chance. Come on, a Chris. The Browns, the Browns don't have a stink. predator at quarterback. They just got the massage boy. All right? Guy likes massages. <laughs> it's not, Man. you know, like massage boys back at quarterback. <laughs> I think I truly think massage if massage boy, boy can figure it out. <laughs> did you see, did you see that ridiculous report that Adam Schefter put out where they said that he was making progress <laughs> on, on his recovery to Sean Watson? And all, yeah. Schefter put out like a prop piece on Deshaun Watson and how he was like making progress in his road back. Yeah. And all the replies were, it's not that hard to not just ask for a certain ending to a massage. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's good. Like what kind of progress are we making? Hey, 
I don't I have nothing for that. I'm not saying that I'm here. I'm defending Massage Boy. All I'm saying <laughs> is that Massage Boy might be able to figure it out. He might get hot. The Browns could get hot. They could get sneak in the back end of the playoffs. The other thing is, Paul, <laughs> what is what Look at <laughs> Spirit Cat? <Catholic. laughs> <laughs> Spirit cat. Spirit cat with the wind. Spirit right. cat's funny, man. Go ahead. That's funny, Spirit Cat. Go I'll ahead. tell you right now. What are you gonna ask I don't me? care who you are, that's funny. What's the what's the Lions odds? Like uh, okay, do you have the odds Lions are two hundred to one. To make the playoffs? No, 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 no. To win the Super Bowl. Can you do they have a make the playoffs? They should. It's it's past ten o'clock. They should. Do we yeah, have yeah. to make the playoffs? Yeah, they do. All they right, do. chat. Chat, we need a we might do a poll here. We need a, we need a chatterbox bet. Okay? I got the lines. Let's go down the list and find our best value here. Okay. What, right. what do you want? Our best value to make the playoffs. Wait. Start with the worst wait, wait, odds. Wait till we go through it. Uh okay. Uh, well, it's not it's listed by team, so I I I'd have to scroll through. Okay, that's fine. Let's go through uh, the teams then. All right. Seahawks minus 400. Seahawks minus 400. Jet, Jets are even money to make the playoffs. I think the Jets are bad. I don't think the Jets win. Bad or back? Bad. B-A-D. Okay. I don't know if the Jets... You guys are going to laugh when I say this. I don't know if the Jets win more than one game the rest of the year. Okay. I'm not going to argue. Gonna, I'm not going to like, laugh at that. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you look at their schedule, the Jets are not good. <laughs> Just laughing. Spirit cat. Um, 49ers minus 1,400 to make the playoffs. Yep. Rams plus 5,000 to make the playoffs. Broncos plus 10,000. Bucks minus four hundred, Chargers plus one forty, Packers plus eleven hundred to sneak in there. Packers plus eleven hundred to sneak in. What's the? Pack? I don't know what their schedule is. I'll I'll pull up their schedule while you. Hmm, that's tough, man. The Packers are just not very good. They play the Rams, which they stink. Dolphins, Vikings, and Lions. Yep, Rams, Dolphins, Vikings, Lions. I mean, I don't know if they have they have one more win on their schedule. If That's Rogers, not going to get you in the playoffs, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> no it's not. No. If Rodgers turns into no, stop with the Rodgers stuff. He's not. He's not that guy. Not that guy anymore. I really don't. You're think not he's that, that guy, guy. Pal. Can we get the? Uh, can we get the odds? I don't know, Casey. Are you able to just to like go to go to the wherever whatever site he's on really fast? Put him up there, and I want the chat. Chat, we need one bet. We're, we're going to take one team that we're riding to the playoffs. And, it, and honestly, a good bet's a good bet, guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? If it's minus 200, if it's minus 200, and we think there's no doubt they're making the playoffs, then let's lay it. Let's lay, let's lay, the, let's lay the money. Ain't no problem with that. We got it. It doesn't have to be this super long shot every time. We got it. But I don't see it with the Packers. Packers are... Man, I look, I, I'm, nothing made me happier than yesterday. By the way, I'll tell you who's gone into the dark. Casey, huh. Paul, you know who's gone into the dark? Who? All these people in the chat, all of these Justin Fields haters, or not haters, lovers. Oh. Boy, boy, oh boy, is that guy, he is, he, he, he's like Jay Cutler. There must be something in the water in Chicago because there's nothing more, there's nothing more for sure as a Packers fan than when Justin Fields gets the ball in a crunch situation or Jay Cutler they like throwing the ball to the other team. It's Stockholm Syndrome. Love it. Anyways, I'll move on. Golly, <laughs> Justin Fields is terrible. He's still working out the kinks. <laughs> Are you going to throw that up there? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. All right, chat. Let's find, a, let's find a way here. This is to make the playoffs. Uh, I'm looking, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't. Raiders? No, no, no. Lions plus 700. What's the Bengals? To me, they're probably not even offered, right? Or, yeah, no, they'll be offered. Um, I don't see them. Where are they? God, Robbie's they're right. Not, Maybe they're not, Robbie's they're not got offered. A, Robbie's got a good point with the Steelers, too, man. God, the Steelers. They're just a weird team. Every time you think the Steelers are dead, they just keep winning these ugly games. That's how they've always been. Chargers? What are the Chargers? Ooh, we got a lot of Chargers, guys. 
Chargers are plus one forty. Chargers are plus one forty. I feel like I hate taking futures less than like plus five hundred. I know. It feels my like money you're... just gets locked up, and I'm just <laughs> sitting there on my hands waiting on that. It's either cash or not. I remember I had the Lakers to win the bubble title, and they were. It was like some boost that DraftKings offered, and you knew the Lakers were going to win. And I just sat on that, waiting for it to cash for like three months. Ah, Listen, hang on. Can we talk? So, if you really believe in the Lions, have you looked up their schedule? Um, I'm, I'll look at their schedule right now. I mean, obviously, you have they, it up, but they so they play the Vikings. If they can beat the Vikings, and we already they're going to beat the Vikings. I'm telling you, they're going to beat the Vikings. They go and play the Jets, which the Jets yep. we don't believe in. Beating the Jets, they go to the Panthers. They stink. You Bears don't and like, Packers, baby. Can you we don't, win out? They don't like you. Don't like Justin Fields and the Bears, and they've already beat the Bears once. Oh, the Bears, and then and then they play Aaron Rodgers again. There's a chance. All right, fellas. There's a true chance. For the What's Lions. the Lions' odds to make the playoffs? Plus seven hundred. Let, let me pull it back up. The Lions are plus seven hundred. What do we got to do to make the playoffs? We got to get the ten wins, nine wins. Yeah, they got to pretty much win out from here. They are at five and seven. They might be nine to... wins. Does nine wins get us in, Jack? In the NFC, it might. It just depends on how much the Giants and the Washington. Wizards beat each other up. True. Nine. I think the I think the Lions can get the nine wins. I really do. Will they get the nine wins? That's that's the question of the day. I don't think they get the ten wins. I don't think they win out. That's just too hard in the NFL, man. This is gonna be one random week. I think they do beat the, the Vikings this week, though. They're playing they're playing really really well, and the Vikings, quite frankly, are not playing all that great. If, if Sir Boy's saying nine wins, it gets us in. We, I'm taking. Um, all right, Lions. Who else? Who else we got? Chat. Give me one other team. You want me to pull up the, the website again? Let's 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 play let's play one from the NFC, one from the AFC, and I'm gonna say right now we're doing Lions. We're doing Lions in the uh, in the NFC. So that takes the Commanders out of it. What's the Bengals' odds? They're not listed. Damn. Hey, you want to hear something else? It's kind of. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Reed a little bit under a bus right here. You remember Reed? You remember Reed's bet? No. Oh, Reed hedged the heart. Reed Mouse didn't have didn't have any belief in his Cincinnati Bengals that he decided he was gonna put a bet on them not making the playoffs. What? Wow. Tough. Throw him under the bus. Tough. That's brutal. I didn't know he did that. Reed Mouse. Lost money. Threw in the trash. Wow. Lost respect for him just now. Lit it's it terrible. on fire. Follower of men. There's not an AFC team on here that I really like. There's not one. Sean's saying the Lions have to win out. If the Lions have to win out, that's tough. Um, I was trying to do the, the picker here and see if they really do need to win every single one of them. All right, guys. AFC. I, I need to chat. Lock it in on the AFC. We need one. I mean, my my bet would be the Chargers, but it's only at plus one forty. Yeah. Jets. Plus, it's, it's at least on the it's Jets. Plus money. Can you parlay them? Is that a <laughs> I no, don't no. think parlays, so. Parlays only work if everything hits, and the chances of you being able to like string together multiple multiple teams that are going to make the playoffs within. Within that, can't be it. I don't. Maybe think, you can. Maybe I, I don't doubt think it. you're allowed to. I doubt it. Raiders. What's the Raiders? I gotta pull up the Raiders now. Uh, the Raiders are plus seven hundred as well. Same as the Lions. All right. What's the Raiders have to do? They have to also probably win out, right? I mean, I feel like if you're plus seven hundred, you probably have to win out. Hmm. I, I, I don't know, though. I haven't looked at the schedule. I'm going to pull up the standings right now just so I don't look like a buffoon. So they play, they play the Rams. Then they play. They play the Patriots. I have a wild one. They play Pittsburgh. <laughs> Is there any chance 
Is there any chance that the, the nah, this is you guys are gonna laugh at? Do it. Is there any chance the Jags can get hot and catch the Titans? Uh, I mean, no. no. Trevor Lawrence is done. No, he's not. The Raiders still got to play Kansas City again. The Raiders. Uh, the Jags are the the Titans. You ready for the Titans schedule the rest of the way out? <laughs> the Lions can actually get in with a nine and eight record. They got to play the Jags this week. Okay. This isn't the best argument, but I'm going to do my best. They got to play the Jags this week. If the Jags can beat the Titans, okay, they're two games back. The Titans then have to go play at the Chargers. I'd argue that they're going to be the underdogs there, right? Hang on. The, the Titans got to play the Chargers? Yes. Okay. So you're thinking the Chargers will win. Yeah, I'm just – Throwing that out there. They do play the Texans at home, which is an automatic win. That's the tough part. Okay, listen to me. Yep. Then they play the Cowboys, and then they got to play the Jags again. So if the Jags sweep them, okay, there's two of your three games back, and then they have to win a game when they play the Texans and or the Cowboys and the Chargers. They got to win two or three of those games. Then they would tie for the division, and then they would have the tiebreaker for the division. Just saying. I'm looking at it right now. So they Just they saying. lose the they lose to the Jags twice, and they, they lose to the Chargers and the Cowboys, and that could get them in. Hundred percent gets them in if that, all, if all that that's happens. A, that's a possible. I don't mind that, but that means the Jaguars got to win out, right? So I gotta no, I think they can twice. lose one other game. They can lose one other game. I mean, I was, I'm just looking at it right now, and they can lose to the, they can lose to the Jets or the Texans, and yes, so they 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 would get in with an eight and nine record. Sean, I'll tell you what, Sean's making me like the Lions more and more. He's saying it's a joke that they're at plus seven hundred. You know, this is the same guy that. This is the same guy that told me, which, this is the same guy that told me, Sean, that the Lions were going to win a, a game for the rest of the year. So. <laughs> I like the Lions and I like the Jags if they can beat the Titans this week. If they don't beat the Titans this week, I think that dream is dead and gone, right? It is, but I mean, what's the, last, last question. What's the Jags? Plus what? 700. Oh god, we're taking two. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They're plus nine hundred. Oof. I like the Jaguars' odds more than the the Raiders' odds because they still got to play Chiefs. All right, let's do it. Lions in the Ra or Lions in the Jaguars. AJ said the Broncos. This AJ can't be serious. No, no, no. Eight. I, I, we've we've obviously heard this bit before, but do we think Russell Wilson throws more touchdowns this year than than the bathrooms that he has in his house? Oh man! I mean, did he throw one last week? No. No. How many touchdowns has he thrown? Eight. Ugh. And he's got what? Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's not looking good. Is there going to be a? Is there is there going to be a? Um, a worse contract in the history of football than the deal that they made to get him. I'm not very good at. I'm not a football historian. Yeah, me neither. But chat. So I don't want to say so that for has sure. To be the worst. That has to be the worst. You can't possibly trade that much draft capital, and pay a guy that much money, and him come in, and you be like ten and one as a football team, if. The person that you spent all that money and draft capital on would have scored you 18 points. Yeah, that's the craziest stat. All, literally, all they had to do was score 18 points, and we're talking about them vying for number one seed. They have two losses this year if they score 18 points. That's embarrassing. That's so bad. That is so bad. Uh, could you imagine if you live in Denver mm. and you... It's one thing for us to talk about it and laugh about it. Could you imagine if this was your guys' fan, like this was your team, and you had to watch that every week? It's one thing losing. 
it's a whole nother thing losing and then losing close and losing when your offense, which is the most fun thing more than likely to watch when you're watching a game is the offense, to just be abysmal. Like that's got to be like, yeah. Like if you do a petty crime in 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 Denver right now, you get a speeding ticket, then you should be able to go back and like pull out your receipts that you watch the Broncos play and get off. Like maybe even petty crimes, like stealing some bubble bubble gum in, in the gas station store. You shouldn't have to serve time, or you shouldn't have to do anything if you watch those Broncos games. Like they they should pull that's you into your, a room and make you watch served. the Broncos. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. That's how bad it is out there. All right. Mahomes. Here's my thing with Mahomes. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I, I I really think that the bias that this man gets is at an all-time high. It's one of the most absurd things that he doesn't get any disrespect. This guy doesn't get anybody calling him out when he struggles. And it's not like I'm just saying, like, oh, it's just been this one time. Like, okay, yeah, now he's 0-3 against Joe Burrow. And I guarantee you towards the end of the year, they're going to be talking about how is Joe Burrow on the same level as Patrick Mahomes. It's like, when does the narrative, when, when does this whole thing flip? When's, when do we call him out for throwing jackpot balls to three Bengals defensive backs? What other elite quarterbacks are doing that? Right. Like those balls that he throws sometimes are horrendous. And the next thing I'm going to say is you kind of seen it the other night. The Bengals did an amazing job at doing a thing that nobody wants to talk about when it comes to guys that can move and get outside of a pocket. They stayed within their rushing lanes. They made sure that they didn't allow him to get outside the pocket and do the things that everybody, you know, to stay and oz over, right? And when they did that and they forced him to stay within inside the framework of the play, he's not elite. Right. That's that's what I've been hammering on this table for a couple months now. He's not as he's not great. He's not elite within structure. Once he gets outside the pocket and he's able to move around, run around, he makes a touchdown. He he's called Michael Jordan of the sport, which God, you are that is set such, on that take, Casey. I'm so pissed off at Romo. He's Casey, just terrible. He, Casey, he, it was he, the it was what he I, is the biggest supporter of Patrick Mahomes, and he had a terrible game, a terrible game against the Bengals. And, and he couldn't even remember Joe Burrow's name. He's like, oh, the Bengals quarterback. I mean, dude, his name is Joe Burrow. Get it through your thick skull, dude. He's beat him three times in a row. When are you going to start giving the Bengals respect that they deserve? Come on. It's terrible. I love it. I love it. I'll tell you why. Because I have been on this whole, and everyone thinks it's a shtick in the office, and sometimes it is a shtick. Listen, Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Let's not say he's great. Until he does it at least one more time at the highest of levels. Like, let him go into the playoffs. And yeah, I guess to a certain extent you could say he did it against, he did it against, um, not Baltimore, my gosh, the Bills, Buffalo Bills last year. I'll give him, I, I give him a little bit of credit. And maybe I am a little too harsh on him from time to time. Yes, when I start to make this argument, you can go back and be like, well, what about this, this, this? Yes. All I'm saying is he, he hasn't invented hardly anything in this league that we haven't seen before. Okay? The no-look passes, Matt Stafford was doing that shit years before Matt or Patrick Mahomes was doing it. Never got credit for it. Never got credit for it. Why? Because he played for the Lions. No one wanted to talk about the Lions. No one wanted to talk about how good Matt Stafford was when he played for the Lions. Because he played for the Lions. I get it. You don't get, you don't get recognition. But has there been anyone in the history of the league been put up and set up with a better situation coming into the league than Patrick Mahomes. Okay? He sat behind Alex Smith. He then got thrusted into an offense that already had been a pretty thriving offense the couple years before he got there with Alex Smith, mind you. Has Tyreek Hill, who I think is an elite playmaker, one of the best wide receivers and playmakers in the entire league. And you can put him right up there with Chase. You can put him right up there with Justin Jefferson. You can put him right up there with anybody. Anybody. He's a game changer. And then on top of that, you give him 
one of the best tight ends this game has ever seen in Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And he does. It's not like he doesn't have any other weapons that aren't any good. Yeah, don't forget he had Cream Hunt, who was a top five running back for a couple years before his incident. I mean, the dude literally had a perfect setup. And since since that time, since he lost a elite running game, since he lost Tyree Kill, I mean, I get he's been putting up some serious numbers, but as soon as he faced a defense that knows how to cover him, he looked pedestrian. He only had like a hundred something yards you take, oh, you're you, preaching you, you're preaching to the choir casey because the other thing that i noticed yesterday was that as soon as those little legs as soon and i've said this about justin fields i said this about all the quarterbacks you know what i'm saying if 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 the wheels if you rely if your number one thing that you're known for is your legs as a quarterback you're not you're not that guy you're just not Go through the history of the football. Go go through the history of the National Football League and show me quarterbacks that were elite Hall of Famers, won Super Bowls time and time again. You show me a guy where you're like, "Yep, the number one thing about that guy is that he can run, he can scramble, he can get it out of the pocket and make a play." Nobody. Manning wasn't that way. Breeze wasn't that way. Brady sure as hell wasn't that way. Montana wasn't that way. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the only. That's the closest one is Montana, and he was great in structure. He had a great offense. I, I don't know. I, one thing I'm going to say, I'm not going to try to kill our chat. The chat's trying to get on this notion that, that, that Mahomes' little scramble where he reached the ball towards the goal line was a fumble. That was a touchdown. Yeah, that was a touchdown. That was a touchdown, guys. Let's, let's, not, let's not act like that wasn't a touchdown. That was a touchdown, and, and that's okay. Like The whole idea that, that – there's a couple parts of that game where the Bengals caught a break, and that's okay. Because, you know what? You're going to catch breaks if you play in this league long enough. And I'm not going to crush the Bengals for taking advantage of those breaks either. Like the Tyler Boyd drop, I do think it was pass interference on, on Chase. I also think that the, I think the pass interference where uh, Burrow threw, the, threw the, uh, the interception, they called it pass interference, I thought that was a little light. That was kind of weak. But – I'm not you, – you, you, there's a million plays in a game. You can't, like, go through and pick out two or three of them and say it's going to change the entire complexity of the game. Uh, I do like taking points when I'm up on, on – when I'm winning a football game at home. Like, I know everyone's complaining about the whole, like, sweet play, this, that, and the other. I know Tom gets on that bit, whatever. Like, I, if, if that would have worked the end around, Tom would have never said nothing about it. Tom's complaining that they go for – they didn't – they went for it on fourth down, or they didn't go for it on fourth down in the Ohio State game. Well, they drew up a perfect fake punt, and the players didn't execute it. Sometimes players have to execute plays. And to be, to be fair, I would say on that play as well, Dunlop made an incredible play too. Yeah. Like, you got to give the opposing team sometimes the credit. Like, they made the play. Good for them. So, but I do, I just want to take points. Like, am I, the only, am I the only stand anymore for kicking field goals? Like, at some point, just take three points. In my case in point yesterday, like, and, and maybe the game's changing because they the Bengals have three more points and not. But, like, at the end of the game yesterday, right, the Bengals were trying to close the game out. If they don't get that, if they don't get that third down, third and 11, what was yep, that play? Third and 11. If they don't get that third and 11, what happens? They probably kick a, kick a field goal. They kick a field goal. They go up by what? Six. Six. Could have gone up by nine. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying it works every single time, but quit acting like field goals are irrelevant anymore. Like, it's okay to kick a damn field goal, especially, especially, this is where I have an especially part to this. If it was third and inches and you didn't get it to play before. Like, if it was, if it was third and 12 and you ripped off a run and you feel like you have momentum and you're like, rush everybody up to the line and let's do a quick QB sneak, sure. That's a hell of a lot different to me than you just got stuffed on the play before. Let's try to do, let's try to do this again. Because they did the same thing, if you don't remember, on the Chiefs game at home at the regular season the entire year before. Yeah. It just so happened they got a penalty on that, on that uh, what was it? It was defensive uh, holding or whatever. Yeah. So they got an automatic first down and they finished the game out. It's just like kicking field goals at some point is going to become at least, I would hope, a thought. Yeah, I mean, that specifically, I wanted them to, to, to try to score. 
I wanted them to try to get up early. But in retrospect, you look at the championship game, and the exact same thing happened with the Chiefs. They tried to go for the touchdown instead of taking the points, which would have made a huge difference in the game. Changes momentum in the game. That was at the end of the half. Going into the end of the half. It's the exact same scenario. Yes. And so, to me, I wish that we would have just took the points after retrospectively looking at it because you're making the same mistake against the team that you beat in the championship round. I mean, just a lot of game script. Very similar game, honestly, if you go back and look at it. Same score, too. So, it's... Yeah, I mean, momentum it, is it? Do you guys believe in momentum a whole lot? I mean, like, I this do. is a genuine question. Like, I, I, believe, I, I believe in momentum. Like, I, yeah. gen- I do genuinely believe that if you try to go for it and you don't get it, that it's not just like it's not just on paper that the ball's at this yard line and the other team gets the ball. Like, there is some mojo that comes with that. Like, and, and in case in point, quite frankly, the USC Utah game had that very much same feel. Everything was going bad for Utah, not going well. USC had yeah. all the momentum in the world. I don't know. Paul, you might not have seen it because you were calling your game or whatever. But it's like it's fourth and six or seven. Now, they were in quote-unquote no man's land. They go for it, don't get it. Utah turns around and goes right down the field and USC scores. went for it? USC went for it. I'm sorry if okay. I said Utah. But USC goes for it. They don't get it. Utah gets the ball, goes right down the field and scores. It's like a four-point game. Everything feels like it's A-OK again. If they – if they punt, get the ball down inside the five or ten yard line, you got to make Utah go all the way down the field and drive to score. It's just, it's just a different thing, man. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe no, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm in the minority. No, 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 field no. no I, you, you would be. I think you would be in a minority with momentum being a, a big factor. I've, I've had this conversation with lots of different people before, um, but. My, my dad and I, we, we are huge believers in momentum, and some teams are just really good at taking momentum. And we took back momentum with the, the forced fumble. That's just like a really good point in the game that just kind of – like we were – they were driving downfield. They are getting ready to score again, and it was 24-20. If you don't rip that ball out, I think we probably lose that game. More than likely, because the following events that happen after that, we go down there, score a touchdown, stop them, they miss a field goal, we drive down, end the game. So, people that don't believe in momentum, to me, are just kind of, they're too, I don't want to say analytical, or they're too meticulous and, yeah. They're not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not uh, completely on the same page as the people that don't believe in jinxes. Right. But they're kind of of the same mold. Which I believe in jinxes too. So yeah. I mean jinxes is a straw is a far stretch comparatively speaking to momentum. I will admit. I will completely admit momentum is a real thing. I think oftentimes you just take the points just to keep the momentum and you keep you keep feeling like you got something that you deserved. Right? Yeah. Like could you imagine driving eighty, ninety yards in a football game and then getting nothing for it? Which happens a lot now. Happens a lot now. There's something about that. All right, um, here's a funny thing I put on here, guys. I'm going to be honest, though. I put Reds Fest on here, Uh-oh. and I put it on here largely because I was running out of topics and have much to talk about. So Reds Fest, quite frankly, is that it just happened. <laughs> and that's all I got. That's it. it. That's it. All right. Right. Well, how was uh, your guess? How did, did you ever – can't remember his name. That's Nick? really sad. Nick. Nick yeah. yeah, Nick. Yeah. How, did you ever get back with him? How, how was his time? Could you recap? Yeah, Nick. Time? Nick. I'm excited for Nick. I'm not going to spill the beans quite yet. But Nick Kirby, who was on here on Friday, um, yeah. big Reds guy. Been grinding with the Reds for quite some time. Um, I, I am a believer in optimism, though. Like, as much as I may be kind of um, funny from time to time about the Reds being bad, this, that, and the other. I think there needs to be, and again, like this may be where funny people think that, that, oh, Trace, you're being like really goofy when you say this. I do think the Reds fans have to try to, we have to turn our focus to being optimistic about the franchise. You can't just dwell on the fact that we've been terrible for so long because all it does is just make you feel, it makes you feel worse. And it doesn't help, it doesn't help anything in, in regards to the franchise itself, right? So at some point, 
you have to try to find the things that are fun. Yeah. Um, what you, what's what's Nick, up? Okay, no, in the, the chat. Nick's in the Nick's chat. in the chat. Says Red's Fest was great. Great. So I believe that at some point you got to try to reverse the momentum, if you will, of the <laughs> franchise. And I do believe in talking things into existence. I really do believe that. And if you don't believe me, like maybe I know that this is where like everyone chuckle, chuckle, laugh, laugh. I don't know if anybody has proven that more than LeVar Ball. Like LeVar Ball has talked things into existence. And I do believe that you can talk things into existence. So having said that, like my goal with, with, with Kirby is, is when he's in the house and we start doing some things together, hopefully. Um, and again, I don't want to spoil everything that's going on. Nick, Nick is an optimistic guy about it. He's very upbeat about the Reds. He thinks that the future is bright, and I'm not here to disagree with him. Uh, from time to time, I'm sure that I'll, I'll have um, some conversations about whether or not that's really realistic or not. Um, but I'm hopeful that we've, we become, Chatterbox becomes a place where you can find Reds content that will at least make you feel somewhat decent when things aren't going great. And I do think that Reds Fest... Um, you know, unfortunately, I didn't be able to get down there, but I think that it's a start, hopefully, to get the fandom or the fan base a little bit excited. Don't know if it did that, but I'm hopeful that we can try to turn the page here in the city and start to think about the positive things that could happen. Thoughts? Right. I got no thoughts. I've I've shared my thoughts many times on the Reds, and I mean, I I just desperately wish for them to be better and to. Put a winning performance. I think on. we all do. Like I, I listen. This town, like it or not, I jokingly say it's a football town, and I still somewhat believe it's a football town. But at the same time, everyone knows what it's like in this city when the Reds are good, and it is completely different. It just, it is fun. It's it, it's something to look forward to every night. There's something to be said about baseball, about having games every day. Yes, it's a long season. Yes, it can be boring at times. But in the middle of the summer, when you're in a pennant race, it's it, that is electric, man. Like, that is fun. And we want nothing more in Cincinnati than just that. I don't even think Cincinnati fans, quite frankly, are asking for, for world championships. Would we like one? Sure. But, like, I would be sitting here we, – we would all be naive to sit here and think that, like, that should be the ultimate goal for this franchise year in and year out. That's not the case. Like, the case, quite frankly, is to be relevant. And I think we can be relevant. It's just – in hopes after talking to Nick, and hopefully we can start to just, as we said, we can start to spread the positivity around here. Maybe, just maybe, we catch some lightning in a bottle with a couple of these guys, and we're good again. And if that happens, just like the whole Ryan Day and these Ohio State losers that were talking about how he needed to be fired, as soon as, as, soon as things go right again, guess what? Everybody, everybody be right back on that bandwagon. And I'm hoping Chatterbox is one of the first people from a content perspective to start pushing the Reds hard, and hopefully Nick's a part of that. All right. So that's Reds Fest. Glad um, to see that Nick is in the chat. Before we before we finish off with the wheel of lunch here, also Not Too Picky will be back on Thursday. I got some stuff I got to do right now. Not Too Picky's back on Thursday with Reed, and we're going to talk about your casino experience from oh, last yeah. Friday. I want I want to digest that with Reed the that's other right. day. Uh, but before we sign off here. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to admit something. Okay. When Tom opened the show and was talking about UC and Louisville playing in the Wasabi Bowl, I thought he was doing a shtick. It's actually the Wasabi Bowl. Yeah. I thought he was, like, making fun that they were playing in a no-name bowl. And so that's why I was sitting here laughing so hard, and I just looked it up. It is actually the yeah. Wasabi Fenway Bowl. How long has that been a thing? I've never heard of that. I think these bulls are relatively – finding sponsors for these bulls, are, I think, is becoming more and more difficult because the interest in these bulls are becoming less and less. So I think it's like you're not going to have a Tostitos Fiesta Bowl type situation anymore. Yeah. I, think I think what you're going to have is like <laughs> – I think you're going to have like one year it's called this, the next year it's called that. The Wasabi um, Fenway Bowl. <laughs> but the, the beautiful thing about these advertisements like or, or the, these uh, bowl things is like people do, people do like talk about it. Like you right now, it's like – but I don't know who. 
I mean, what like, is who, wasabi? You don't know what wasabi is? Oh, I know what the food is, but is that, right. That that was the point I was. They're not just at. like, like gene- it's not the cheeseburger bowl. Like they're just not. <laughs> they're not just like generically promoting a food. Like it's got to be a company. It's got to be something. I know that's the part where I'm lost because it's like you can't just call it the um, like you said. You can't call it the cheese bowl when when we don't know what kind of cheese it actually is. Yeah, is like craft is it? Who it is it? If all right, wasabi. Wasabi is. I'm on the wasabi.com website right now. Is it even about the is food? it a is it a financial company? Technology solutions? I don't know. Cloud-based it's, technology solutions? It's not maybe? even about the food. It's not even the food. Wasabi is no, it's this is not a food company. All right. Well, that's fine. No free ads, Paul. True. Good point. <laughs> no free Boy. ads. Let's just leave it at that. You can look it up yourself. Rebound you rundown willing to be bought. <laughs> All right, guys. I got two things. One, we got to figure out where we're going. That's all good and well. The second thing is this. I was thinking about this over the weekend. We all deserve second chances. We all, to a certain extent, need somebody to guide you when you make mistakes in life. And what I did on Friday, Paul doesn't know this. (laughs) What I did on Friday was I said, you know what? I got to be the adult. I got to be the leader. Some might say leader of men. I'm not sure if there's enough men around yeah. here. Leader of some men. be called that. But what I, <laughs> what I did do was I said, you know what? It's the, it's the holiday season. And Paul, you made it very clear that you wanted to be in, but you had a situation where it was a money situation. Yeah. It was more money situation than actually anything. If Paul, if you, if you were, um, I guess at the end of the day, if you were in a situation where you had an incredible amount of discretionary income, you were saying yes. If I had been on that first company raise parlay, that would have been an auto yes. But with Taylor Swift, Christmas, sports gambling being legal in three weeks, and an anniversary all within a 30-day span, <laughs> potentially being net negative. Paul, does your, was- does your girl watch this show at all? Uh, no, she's teaching the youth of America right now. Okay. Unless she's got it on at a break. Well, I was even thinking on the way over there. I said, you know what, Paul, he might be, he might be saving, he might be saving money for a nice date. He might be saving money for Christmas presents. He might be saving money for a ring. Yeah. And if that's the case, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to just kill this kid (laughs) because I knew what was going to happen, folks. I knew as I was driving over to Indiana, which I did. It took me about 20 minutes to get across the border, sitting in the middle of a cornfield, two bars of reception, trying to put this bed. Trust me, I've done it many times. Fireworks stand, first exit over the Indiana border. It's been my home for the last three years. (laughs) So I drove across the border, and I knew. I knew what was going on. And I thought, all I got to do is just put an extra... Extra $300, extra $250 on this. Now, the only thing, Paul, is this. we got to figure out one, if you can go, just based off the time frame. Yeah, that's true. The second thing we got to figure out that, is, that I will is say- what kind of punishment you have to do while you go on this trip. If you go on this trip and you're able to go. Now, I, it's an eight-hour drive. I will say a couple, couple of things. I'd say it was 80% the money and the risk and like 20% not knowing three months ahead of time going into the first week of March with basketball and everything, what was going on if I could go. Okay. That was part of it. Because if right. it was the big Monday Texas game, I'll be honest, I, I probably would have been in. But the risk-reward of not right. being 100% sure three months out that I could get to that um, was part of it. But there also, like, maybe, maybe we get a little lucky here in a few weeks and we make something happen. I don't know. Once, once, once we get, once we get rolling, I don't know. We'll see, but you're right. Yeah. If it, if it does come down to it, where that game's on what a Tuesday, I think. Not sure. We, we're we're going to talk about that after the show. We're talking about that at lunch. We got to, we got to, okay. we got to, we got to sure up the details of this whole entire trip, the plan. Cause I, I want to do this. I, I really do. I do really do think this, uh, one Tom's going to be invited. I, the reason that he, that he wasn't a part of the bet was because he wasn't sitting here. The second thing is, is that anybody, and I mean this genuinely, anyone from the chat, Anyone that watches our show, they're they're invited to come. We obviously can't pay the bills, but we we can definitely share, like the hotel we're going to stay at, which just so happens to probably be a casino. Nice. 
And the game we're going to, if you want to try to get tickets to that same game, it's not like, you know, we can't yeah, meet up or mingle something. and just, you know, be a part of the thing. Maybe we go and we go out to the eat at one place, at a specific place one night, and we can make it a thing. But my point to the whole thing is this. You enjoy college basketball way too much, Paul, <laughs> to pass on something like this. I know. I know that there are things because my wife said something to me yesterday that kind of it didn't hurt my heart, but it made me it, it humbled me because I said, I can't believe Paul turned that down. He's like, and I was like, it's and I said, I said out loud, I'm going to be honest. I said, it's only three hundred dollars. And my wife looked at me and said, you must have forgotten where you came from, which is very, 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 very big. of a, That's a huge dig in my side, because the truth is, is that. There was a lot of times when my wife was working at Applebee's, folks, and I didn't have a damn dollar to my name. And if someone would have offered me a chance to go on a trip and said I had to pay $300 to go on it, I would have been like, I can't do it, regardless of whether or not I want to do it or not. So we got to find out what your job duty is on this. We're going to vlog the whole entire thing. <laughs> we're going to turn this whole thing into a, a content piece. So we're vlogging the whole thing, right? right? Get people's genuine reactions. Because I'm not joking when I say this, it is the best place in my opinion. Okay, I haven't been to Cameron, but I did put the whole bit with Steven SVP, which I'm sure you've seen on Twitter. Um, when Scott Van Pelt says it's the best place to watch a basketball game, then it's something. Yeah. So we're gonna figure all that out, but we need to figure out where we're gonna go to lunch. I have a big recommendation. Throw all eight up on there because this calzone is driving me nuts that Brandon ate. Go ahead. I got a big recommendation. Ready right. for it? Okay. If it hits, then I say we can all go. The company will pay for the lunch. Oh. And it is going to be hibachi. Just a hibachi grill? <laughs> wasabi. I know, I, I know which one, but there's no w point in Wasabi. Topic, ty typing out the whole thing, which is why, which is, which is, which is, which is exactly why it's on the list. Okay. Throw the wheel up there. Just those two things? All no, 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 no. Throw, no, no. Gotta... Throw the wheel up there and we'll start giving you some names. I just don't want people staring at my face while we, while we go through these names. All right. We got a bunch of them. Sir Boy Wonders, though. Sir Boy Wonder really time, wants us to go to Jeff man. Ruby's. Eventually, we're going to have to at least run the risk and throw it on the wheel. Kind of like the no lunch. What if All we right. put Jeff Ruby's and no lunch on the list at the same time? Don't do that today. <laughs> uh, no, put a. I, I could use a burrito. Put Chipotle on there. I haven't eaten Chipotle in a long time. I know it's not the hot topic, but I could use it. Totally uh, spelt it, I think. Oh, wow. You got to pick one. You haven't picked one yet. I picked two. Um. See, White Castle, like, White Castle is either really good or really bad. Yeah. I love how there's just random names in here. Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel. Gabe Fatima. Diva. I, I need a burger place. I'm just burger so place? Culver's. But Culver's. What's the closest? Uh, but I love Wendy's, and you guys What's the closest Wendy's. five guys? No, I can't. I have peanuts. Oh, well, you guys could go. I'll go to Chipotle if you guys do that. Go ahead. No, throw five guys on there. No, five, I think five guys is a pretty far trip, so. Okay. Throw, throw Culver's on there. Culver's, yeah. yeah. yeah Culver's. I could smack a Culver's burger right now. Is Panda up yet? Or is it still? <laughs> no chance. <laughs> I, I think, Panda, no I think Panda's going to be done. No chance. At the turn of the century. No <laughs> chance. That's Y2K. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right. That, whatever you got's good. What do we got? I think right. we only got like four. Yeah, we only got like four or five That's things, fine. So I got a, Brandon, you've already ate. He's watching... Scott Satterfield. Also, we're not adding them in at the end either. We're just going to let it rip and see make if it... Make them... Oh, you can't make them the same color. All right, just forget it. Go, spin it. All right, here we go. Oh, tough on round one. Wasabi, out. Mm. Hibachi's out already? Yeah, that was number one. Damn, man. All right. I, I, Culver's is number two for me. Yeah, get all eight up out of here. All eight up. All right, this is a win-win. You're not a Chipotle guy, are you? All right, we gotta add a couple more. I don't. I don't. Are we, are we gonna do? I almost say like we spin it three times and see which one happens. Spin it three times. 
I want to see if it's random or not. You guys keep saying right. it lands automatically on the other side. Like, let's 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 put that theory to the test. All right. So which one was this on? See, it didn't land on the other side. Oh, it got the same one there. Maybe okay. this thing is random. You guys are just giving it. Some maybe bad it was just mojo. so. Con yeah, maybe it was so consistently. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's the second one. This is the second one. And that's really close. All right, this is beautiful. Last one right here. Whatever it lands on. Whatever it lands to. on is where we're going. This is it. And Culver's. No. Culver's. Yeah. Sit. 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 Ball. Sit ball. Nice. All, All right. right. So it is random. That's a win. It is random. Yeah. That's a win. All right. Good stuff, everybody. All right, chat. Man, we. I'll tell you what. I can't keep telling you guys. We appreciate you guys sticking around. I know Tom's the big time guy. You know he's the one that everyone comes for, and everybody everybody wants to see what Tom has to say. But we have a good amount of people that stick around after Tom's show and listen to us talk about who knows what. And from time to time, I got to be honest with you. I tell you, I'll tell you what. I've been telling you exactly what's going to happen. So <laughs> I mean, if you want me to not spoil the college football playoff, I won't. I won't do that. I I I, 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 can, I can if you want me to though. I can if you no, want to. No, save it for Wednesday. Do it with Reed. Yeah, do I, it with Reed. I, I will talk about the college football playoff as we get closer. I can will, we all just agree, though? Can we all just agree? Maybe. I don't know. That we didn't have to deal with Ohio State and Michigan for a month. That that was a good thing. Yeah. That was a good thing. That even if we get it now, it's only a week. Otherwise, we'd have done this for three straight weeks and circled the same wagons for three straight weeks. And I had to watch those stupid red X's on the screen. I just, can I got to tell M you. Anywhere. I got to tell you. I know. I, I, I see exactly what's going down in the college football playoff. And oh. it's something. What? What's something, boys? Got to be honest. I, I, when that line came out, Georgia, six and a half. Your my heart, heart hurt bad. Your heart sank a little bit. I audibly gasped. I hope I'm wrong about the Buckeyes. <laughs> the problem is I rarely am wrong when I see these things. Oh, no. <laughs> the beautiful thing is that I put $125 on the on, on the Buckeyes <laughs> to win heart. it all. So I'm going to win like $1,200. I would literally burn $1,200 right now in front of everybody if I don't have to listen and hear Tom and the rest of these clowns talk about Ohio State football for the next six seven eight nine months until they do it again but the truth is that's might that might be what happens sir boy <laughs> it's okay sir boy maybe i don't know we'll see how it all goes love you everybody right, we're gonna go everybody. get some food take care of yourselves Th thank you for the record too 117 is what i see right here on yeah my biggest show today biggest show today. biggest show we've ever biggest done show. today thank you we'll do it again tomorrow see everybody Cheers.